It's been more than a year since the pandemic turned healthcare upside down. I'm Jody Lesh. Join me for Ahead in Health, where we explore the questions that matter most about the future of healthcare. Listen to Ahead in Health wherever you get your podcasts. Beautiful, gorgeous Saturday afternoon, folks. Thank you for taking time out to tune in. I really hope that I make it interesting and get you pointed in the right direction on Monday morning so that you can start planning for your financial future. Remember, you get one opportunity to retire. If you blow it, you can't go back and make up for it. I'm hoping that I can, I, I, I can answer those questions that you have, get you pointed in the right direction, have you do what you need to do, and that may be to fire the financial advisor you're working with. If you're not getting good advice, especially during these times, you need it. You really need it. And you can't have any knee-jerk reactions. You can't panic. No matter how bad the headlines are, folks, the stock market will go back to make all-time highs. I just can't tell you when, but I know we will go back to make all-time highs. So keep that in mind as you think about selling out. Once you sell out of the stock market, you realize the losses. You're never going to recover. Don't do it. Maybe tweak your portfolio. That's what I'm here for, to help you make those decisions. But don't panic. Don't have that knee-jerk reaction. So any questions you have, and once again, thank you on this beautiful Saturday afternoon for tuning in. Let me get you pointed in the right direction. I would love to talk to you. Zach Harris, my longtime producer, is sitting in the studio Willing, ready, and able to put you on the line so that I can talk with you. Give me a call, 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. That's 1-800-825-5949. So, seems to be some good news, and that's, that's really what we all want. We want good news with regards to COVID-19. I know in New York, we're now under 300 deaths for the last day, and that's not pretty. Any death is not pretty. Um, but three, being under 300, we were close to 800 just a week or so ago. So that number is falling. Number of hospitalizations are falling. You know, the United States, we still have, when, when, when you think about it, folks, you put it in perspective. The United States has probably a third of the cases worldwide. We're over a million one point, we're headed for 1.2 million cases and 66,000 deaths. We don't know where this is going to fall out, but it does look to be slowing down, and that's good news. So the markets were rejoicing, I feel, for a couple of weeks over that good news. And why not? We felt so terrible that as soon as we got light at the end of the tunnel, we kind of, you know, it, it was something we were looking for. And the markets went up. And for those of you that hung in there, you recovered quite a bit. Remember, from peak to trough, high to low, on February 19th through March 23rd, the market dropped fast, furious. I think it was 23 trading days. The market dropped 34%. 34%. It's recovered about 30% since then. Now, remember, folks, it has to recover 50% in order to get back to where we were on February 19th. 
if you put it into simple numbers, $100,000 drops 34%. You have $66,000. How do you make up $34,000? You have to grow 50, 51% in order to get back to that $100,000. So we have a long way to go, but we've come a long way. And don't, you know, don't let the head fake get to you. We'll talk about that later in the show. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800-825-5949. We have Bill and Water Belief. Hello, Bill. Yeah, hi. What is your opinion on uh, Boeing stock? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I have a 10-point drop, you know? Yeah. Hang up. Well, okay. All right. Thanks, Bill. We appreciate the phone call. I hope you're healthy and safe. You know, COVID-19, I mean, when when you think about what it's doing to corporate America, we have a lot of earnings coming out and a lot of earnings aren't pretty. Some are, but those are in companies that you would expect to do well. And basically, it's blowing a, a big hole in balance sheets of U.S. corporations. And for stock investors, when they see corporations start borrowing money, you know, where where do you go with that? And a lot of stocks have fallen um greatly more so than than the broad stock market index so if you look at all the S&P 500 companies bill you know all in all they added about 210 billion dollars in debt over the last couple months that's a lot of money and take boeing and this is the poster child of 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 debt the commercial aerospace giant announced it was selling 25 billion dollars in bonds on thursday $25 billion in bonds. And at the end of 2018, you know, Boeing was a whole, looked a whole lot different than it does today. So Boeing's market value from, from 200 or 2018 is basically down about $100 billion. And debt only increased by $45 billion with this 25 that it borrowed on Thursday. Now, remember, Boeing isn't borrowing this money, Bill, to, you know, reinvest in new plants and grow the business. It's borrowing the money to keep the lights on, to pay the employees, to do what it needs to do as a corporate citizen. So Boeing is is down quite a bit. Um, now, let me give you let me give you the, the number. I think it's down one hundred and forty dollars a share. And Boeing is one of those companies. It's not. It's not going to go out of business. Boeing. Boeing will not go out of business. It will come back, and you have to remember that. And if you own it, I don't think I'd be selling it at 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 this price. Um, I, I I truly don't. I I think Boeing. You know, they're they're down and out. Believe me, from from the high, they're down still right now about sixty percent from from um you know from don't go anywhere, Bill. When you look at Boeing from the high, they're down 58, 59% from the market peak. And if you look year to date, Boeing is is down about 56% over the last year, down about 62%. So it's come down a long way. And as we sit here at about $141 a share, you know, it could come back. But remember, they just borrowed a lot of money rather than, um, you know, take, take, take it from the government. I guess they're going to try to pay their own way, and that, that's a good sign. Good luck with it. 
1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Any questions whatsoever, folks, give me a call, please. So it was a crazy week, right? When you think about it, the, the you know, Dow um, Monday was up 359 points on Tuesday down 32 points on Wednesday up 532 points on Thursday down 288 points on Friday down 622 points. If I put it in perspective, basically what happened was in the first couple trading days, the market was up and then it was down and it gave everything back in a smidgen. All three indexes were down less than a half a percent for the week. And you have to keep that in mind. When you look at, at, at all three indexes, the Dow was down 0.22%. The S&P 500 index down 0.21%. NASDAQ Composite was down 0.34%. And the QQQ, which I talk about each week, because when you buy the NASDAQ Composite in the form of the QQQ, you're buying the 100 largest companies in NASDAQ down 0.78%. So it took a little bigger of a hit mostly because of Amazon, mostly because of um, Apple and some of the big tech companies really got kind of hit this week. And that's why that NASDAQ 100 composite is down. But when you put it in perspective, you know, the S&P 500 index, when, when you really look at it, and I'm not trying to make light of this, you know, people are, 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 are worried They've lost money. They're not sure of the future of the stock market. But when you put it in perspective, the S&P year-to-date is down 12.5% almost. So that's not good, being down 12.5%. But over the last year, it's down only 39 less than 4%. The NASDAQ Composite Index, year-to-date, down only 4%. Or I'm sorry, four percent, four point one percent, over the last fifty-two weeks, up five percent. So when you put it in perspective, you know we're kind of going back to where we were, you know, at the beginning of of 2019. And I'm not making light of this. The S&P was up about 32 percent in 2019, and year to date, we're down 12 percent. Um, as I said, from peak to trough, the market dropped 34 percent recovered about 30%. It still has probably just shy of 20% to go to make all-time highs. I think, I know the market will make all-time highs, but when will the market make all-time highs? That's, that's, the, that's the question. When will the market make all-time highs? And you have to remember, as is, is, is nice as it feels that Gilead's coming out with supposedly a promising drug, a vaccine, and they're going to put it on the fast track. It's going to be ready for the beginning of 2021. That's great news. That's great news. Let's cross our fingers that that's on track. That timeline is 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 as accurate as can be and that it works. We don't know if it's going to work. We don't know if this virus is going to have a second wave. So when you think about just this week alone, Consumer confidence dropped down to about 86 from almost 120 in the month of March. So here we are. Um, April's reading was, was dropped considerably, considerably. The economy, when you look at the U.S. economy in the first quarter, it shrank 
at its fastest pace since the last recession as this COVID-19 shut down much of the country, basically shutting it down. And remember, the first quarter includes January, February, and the first half of March. The country didn't really start shutting down until the second half of March. That's what we have to keep in mind, and I'll keep reminding you of that because first quarter numbers, sure, they don't feel good, they don't look good, but the country didn't really start going into lockdown, isolation, pause, whatever you want to call it, until the middle of March. This is why we raised cash. The gross domestic product, GDP, and that's the broadest measure of goods and services, um, basically, you know, as I said, is 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 off about 4.8% for the first three months, and that's according to the Commerce Department. And the decline is the biggest since 2008, the fourth quarter of 2008. We need to see what the second quarter number is, because that takes into consideration April. And we know what April was like. We have 30 million plus people unemployed, 30 million plus people, 30 million plus people. Unemployment rate, we'll find out next Friday, but it's probably going to be well into the teens, high teens, maybe 20%. We don't know, but it's not going to be pretty. And these people aren't going back to work anytime too soon. We're already talking. I know that, you know, our clients, we manage about $600 million and it's all at Charles Schwab. Charles Schwab has canceled every event through the end of the year. Their biggest conference, which they have thousands of people attend, is canceled. And that's not till November. That's one company. How many other companies have canceled everything? How many charitable organizations have canceled all of their events? Nobody's bringing people together. We know in New York, Governor Cuomo shut down the schools through the academic year, whether it be grade school, high school, colleges, universities, they're all shut down. We hope they open up in, in August, September. We don't know. We don't know. There's a lot of unanswered questions. So the economy to shrink by almost 5%, you know, that's not good news. Also on, on Wednesday, the Federal Reserve um, basically said it's going to use, quote, its full range of tools to support the U.S. economy in this challenging time. There is, it, they will print money like we've never seen before. They are going to print it, print it, print it, print it. Absolutely. They are going to do their best to make sure that the country doesn't shut down, is, is, as Jerome Powell said, and he's the Federal Reserve Chairman, we won't run out of money. Well, people felt good about that. And sure, how come? They, how, they, they should. Then, you know, we had some, some earnings. Apple, you know, was down on Friday when, when it reported its, its numbers. It, it had a little uptick on, on its revenue for the latest quarter. Um, basically, you know, sales in China obviously hurt it. But once again, the first quarter, January and February were great months. We we peaked, the markets peaked on March, or I'm sorry, on February 19th. So that's all baked into the cake for these first quarter numbers. So 
Some of them aren't all that bad. It's going to be the second quarter numbers that you want to pay attention to. So Apple, you know, and Amazon. Amazon, you know, was, was down 7 8% yesterday, 8%. And as I said, U.S. jobless claims were over 30 million people. 4 million people on Thursday filed for unemployment for the last week. And when you look, more than 30 million people over the last four to five weeks, that shows about 12% of the United States workforce was covered by unemployment benefits. 12%. We haven't seen that since the early 1970s. And people also cut back on spending by 7.5% in March, the biggest decline on record since 1959. Personal income fell by 2%, the largest decrease since 2013. So here we had the Federal Reserve on Wednesday saying, we won't run out of money. We'll print it, print it, print it. And then on, on, on Thursday, you get this, this really Debbie Downer report. Um, and if you think the United States is bad, Europe, oh, my God, the Eurozone gross domestic product fell 3.8%. And the economy shrank by 14% on an annual basis by far exceeding our 4.8% contraction in the good old USA. And this is one reason why we are invested exclusively, 100% in the good old USA. And why does consumer spending matter, folks? Consumer and consumer confidence piggybacked onto it. The consumer makes up two-thirds, two-thirds of the economy. So the consumer has a big say in what's going on in our economy. And if the consumer's not spending money, if the consumer's confidence is down, if the consumer is worried about the job that he or she may have, or for those consumers that lost their jobs, that's not good. So we had some light at the end of the tunnel. The stock market recovered 30% from the low of March 23rd. It was fast and furious on the way down, and it was kind of fast on the way up. But that doesn't mean that we're out of the woods. And I'm not being Debbie Downer. I'm, I'm really trying to point out how you need to think about your portfolio because there may be more down days. And when that happens, it's okay. Plan for it. Now's the time to tweak your portfolio. If you need cash over the next year or two, now's the time to raise that cash because the markets have recovered so much and they're only down 12% year to date as measured by the S&P 500 index. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. That's 1-800-825-5949. Any questions you have, please give me a call. Zach Harris will get you on the line. I would love to talk to you on this beautiful Saturday afternoon, at least in upstate New York. It's, it's beautiful. The sun's out. There's warmth. I actually, on my way in, to do the show, I saw more cars on the road than I've seen in the last five weeks. It was crazy. I think people are just taking advantage of the nice weather, getting out and basically, you know, taking a ride, you know, whatever. The lines, what, 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 what amazes me today, the line at Starbucks was literally around the building. Um, but every night I go home, 
I live in Troy, and there's a Popeye's chicken in Troy. And every night when I leave the office, I go home, and it, it amazes me how many people are getting Popeye's chicken. I mean, I'm telling you, folks, there are more people getting Popeye's chicken than you can imagine. The cars are out onto, you know, Hoosick Street waiting in line. I've never had Popeye's chicken, but maybe I'm missing out on something, and it's kind of around the corner from my house. It's truly, obviously, a lot of people must like it. Um, Popeye's Louisiana chicken, I guess it is. 1-800-825-5949. Give me a call. I'd love to talk to you, get you pointed in the right direction if you have any questions whatsoever. You know, we've had a lot of new clients come on board over the last few weeks. And it's, you know, working remotely, the clients feel safe. I keep talking about my team. My team has been remarkable. I shared with you last week, we touched every client, just about every client, personal phone call from us, every client. And I'm proud of that. I'm truly, truly, truly proud of that. I always say our value, our best value comes during times of volatility. When there's times of volatility, like, We've seen over the last five plus weeks, we we step it up and we go all out. Everybody on my team, I'm I'm blessed to be surrounded by ten professionals that are truly remarkable. They're safe. I know a lot of clients when I'm talking to them, the first thing they ask, "How's everybody doing?" They're safe. I've kept them home working remotely for the five weeks that we've been experiencing this this COVID-19 time capsule that we're in. And they're probably going to work remotely for the next few weeks anyway. We don't know. Obviously, we don't know. We're an essential business, so we're, we're, we're allowed to be open. But I, I need to be a good leader. And during these times, I want to be a great leader. So I want to do what's, what's right. I want to make sure I protect my team as best I can, keep them healthy and safe. So... Working remotely, the investment that we've made in technology has helped us not skip a beat. We're, we're, it's seamless how we're working with clients, seamless. It's, clients love it. We're probably able to touch more clients over um, remotely. And for clients that want to do face-to-face, we have the means of doing that as well. Some clients, remember what I said, folks. This COVID-19, we all know somebody, I'm pretty sure we will all know somebody who has been affected by it, worse yet, who we've lost to it. And it's sad when you think that families can't even be near their bedside as, as they're so sick or passing in the hospitals. It's just so sad. And physically, this this virus, I, I shared with you some. You know, I know three three friends who have had it, and every one of them said that it is just it it has taken everything out of them. And one literally just um, it was tested positive again, thirty four years old. So this doesn't affect just the more mature population; it affects everybody. But it's not just the physical being ill; it's also the mental. Um, state of mind, the loneliness, the depression. And that's why I beg of you, if you have parents or grandparents, call them, reach out to them. Don't forget them. 
because they need to hear from you. They need to hear from you. And one of the nice parts about us calling every one of our clients, especially our more mature retirees, they love hearing from us. I know a lot of them aren't getting the calls from their family members. We're coming up to the news break. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. Give us a call. And staying with me for the second half of Let's Talk Money. I can't thank you enough, folks, for taking time out of your day. I hope that I can help you in any way that I can. Our phone numbers today, 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. Yesterday was a scary day, huh? Dow was down 622 points, mostly because of, you know, the, the stocks that, that held up so well, Amazon, Apple, well, they kind of gave a little bit back yesterday. You had Amazon posting record revenue late on Thursday, but disappointed on profits as COVID-19 costs kind of dug in, uh, employee testing, higher wages, and other things added to, to expenses. Jeff Bezos, the CEO, said basically investors need to sit down, take a seat. What's that mean? That means that the next quarter could be a little rough. So we don't know. Now, Amazon's one of those companies, folks. I mean, think about it. I mean, when we come out of this COVID-19 time capsule that, that we've been living in, and I'm not sure when we're coming out. I, I haven't seen any updated numbers. I know each state is acting differently. But New York, I, I think we're still on, on track for May 15th. That may get pushed off. And when we do come out, how will we come out? Will restaurants open up or will they have to maybe gradually open up? Maybe they open up 50% capacity instead of 100% capacity. There's one industry that they need every paying customer they can get. They work on such narrow margins. There's a reason why so many restaurants go out of business, especially in the first five years of being in business. So for them to open up with less than 50%, um, capacity could hurt them drastically. Now, another way of thinking about it for my restaurant friends, let's make believe you sell a, a dinner for $25 and let's make believe you make $5 on that dinner. Well, if you can only sell 50% of those dinners because you're working at 50% capacity, put a surcharge on, call it COVID-19 surcharge. So for the diners that come in, they are going to pay the $25 for the dinner and a $5 surcharge. People will do that. If people want to get out of the house and go get, you know, some socialization, get some good food from their favorite restaurants, they'll pay that extra $5. And basically what you're doing is you're subsidizing that restaurant 
for the $5 that they lost not selling, a, not being at 100% capacity. I know it's a simple way of looking at it, but the restaurants don't need the entire $25 that they're missing from being only 50% capacity. They only need what they would earn in profit, that margin. That's all they need. Every business needs to think this way. If you have to open up slowly, I, for one, as a consumer, have no problem paying more because I understand the suffering and pain that you're going through. And it will be my pleasure to pay a little bit more in order to support that business, especially for somebody like me. I love supporting the independents, the local folks. These are the people that are in my community. These are the people that I want to I, I, I wanna go out of my way to support all the time. So Amazon had had a rough day on Friday, down almost 8%. You know, when you think about it, the S&P was off 82 points, almost 3% on Friday. The same with the Dow. The Dow was 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 off about 2.6%. NASDAQ was off 3.2%. NASDAQ was down, you know, almost 285 points. And basically, mostly because Amazon. Amazon was off almost 8%. Apple was off almost 2%, and that took a that took a hit. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. We have Mel in Saratoga Springs. Hello, Mel. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, who am I speaking with? Uh, Keen well, this is, this is uh, <laughs> hey, today's Derby Day, Mel. All right. Keen we got ice. the, we got the uh, down in Hot Springs, Arkansas, or uh, Oklahoma Park, huh? Yeah, well, you know, you know, the Derby's canceled. I'm sure that that everybody knows that. And I had the oh, pleasure. Yeah, as as, yeah, Kentucky Derby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I had the pleasure. Well, you got, you we know, got Patrick going down. He's keep, pardon me. I'm sorry, Steve. I yeah. So I had the pleasure of being at the Derby five years ago, and you know, I had Keen Ice who who raced in the Derby. Um, did not win. Right. American Pharoah won, but Keen Ice did beat American Pharoah on the Travers. But today is Derby Day. It's sad. You know, I worry about Saratoga Track. Saratoga Track may not allow fans. I'm not even sure the horses are going to come up. There's a disconnect because I know that that it doesn't make sense to, to ship thousands of workers up if there's no fans. But they're talking about the handle and everything. But you take that you take SPAC, just two venues alone locally, Mel. And what's going to happen is you're going to have a hit of hundreds of millions of dollars, almost a billion dollars, they estimate, just with those two venues. If it's a big IF, I don't have any confirmed word, but if SPAC and Saratoga Racetrack don't have fans. Anyway, what can I help you with today? Well, just to speak on that also, I mean, uh, who was supposed to make up that deficit? Us taxpayers here in Saratoga Springs with the, uh, well, you know, with, with the revenue being down? I mean, that's, that's somewhat, uh, this, this thing is kind of, uh, taking a, making a lot of, uh, collateral damage in regards to, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the losses that are going to be, uh, experienced. But as you go back to the racetrack, I, why, like you said, why even race, you know, run? Run the or have the meet if there's not going to be any spectators because those 98 percent of those I'd say 98 percent of those spectators are the ones that are just oh he's got a nice name or he looks good and this and that and the other pretty looking horse they throw, it, they, they're having a good time just just taking on the average say 100 bucks each 
and just throwing it through the window, regardless if they, if they make uh, any money or not. But they say the other 10%, well, say 10% of, I wouldn't say 90 but say 90%, 10% of the professional gamblers, you know, they, yeah. they're not. Well, you take, Mel, you take, you take Mel, the novice. Mel, oh, sorry. I, ahead, I, I appreciate the phone call. You're kind of fading in and out. Um, so uh, let me let me do my best to answer your your question and thank you for calling Mel um, on this beautiful Saturday. Thank you for tuning in. But basically, you know, we just borrowed almost five trillion dollars, and that's the free money. You know, this COVID nineteen wasn't caused by anything. This is a black swan event, a pandemic that affected us. So businesses that are hurting and suffering and along with municipalities this was something that that came out of the blue folks out of left field and what what basically happened is the government is making sure that that doing their best anyway to help individuals that 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 aren't working you know i know so many people on unemployment that are making more money now than they did when they were working it's going to be hard to get them to go back to work if the government allows them to stay on this for an extended period of time. And that's not good for the economy because when a company is ready to hire back those workers, those workers should be made to go back to work. And if Uncle Sam is giving them more money to stay home, that's not good. That's a recipe for um, a bad tasting you know, meal, a bad taste in so many people's mouths. But as I said, Jerome Powell said, the chair, the Federal Reserve chair, we will not run out of money. They've already printed, I think, close to $5 trillion. Our debt is $25 trillion in this country. It's more than the GDP. That doesn't happen often. So they are going to do their best. I know a lot of businesses that are getting these these PPPs and other loans. So the government's trying. Basically, at the end of the day, Mel, yes, it's going to be the taxpayer. Because at the end of the day, we got a whole lot of, of debt that we have to make up for. And more than likely, you're going to see the taxpayer somehow, some way, probably take take this on the chin. I don't know. You know, have we seen anybody in Congress yet that, that has offered to reduce their salary? No, no. Why, why is that? Why, why are most companies laying people off and cutting compensation, cutting salaries of, of their loyal employees? But our lawmakers, they're down there just spending our money left and right. They need to make some, some, some they have to lead by example. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Paul in Saratoga, I guess we lost Paul. Paul, come on back. Phone lines are open, I'm sorry. Um, 1-800-825-5949. Any questions you have, folks, give me a call. So, as I said, Apple and Amazon added to yesterday's losses. Uh, you know, when, when you think about April was such a great month, right? Felt good. I think NASDAQ was up 15%. The S&P was up almost 13%. Now, the month of March, the S&P was down almost 12, 13%. Um, easy come, easy go. So the market was, was down in March and came back 
in April and was up. And that was that was nice to see investors. Investors feel good. And that's good news, folks. I'm telling you, the stock markets will go back to making all-time highs. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. If you don't need your money over the next couple of years, hang in there. Don't, don't be spooked out of the markets because of the headlines. You're going to have some more volatile days. I'm pretty sure of it. I know that we sold out of all of our international holdings 100%. We don't own any. And the headlines today just confirm why when I see how bad the Eurozone is going to do, when I, when I sense how bad emerging market companies uh, or countries are going to fare through this. Remember, we don't. We we may never have any idea how many how many coronavirus cases are in these third world countries because they don't have the healthcare system that we have. They don't have that 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 strong economy that can keep you know keep things together like the good old USA. And that's why we made the decision to get completely out of all of our international holdings. I, I feel so comfortable being invested in the USA. And believe me, there may be a day, a week, a month where international holdings shine. But for the most part, if you look year to date, for the most part, the Eurozone is down about 20% year to date. And the USA is up, um, or I'm sorry, down 12%. So they're doing about 8% um, worse than us. From, from the peak, when I look at the peak, the S&P is off about 16%. Um, you know, the small companies are down about 22%, and Europe is hung, hung in there, believe it or not. Um, you know, international holdings are, are, are down um, a little bit more, but not as bad as year-to-date. Year-to-date, the Eurozone is down 20%. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Fred in Florida. Hello, Fred. How are you doing, sir? You know, I've never I've never caught your show before. I don't I don't hear a lot of regular WGY radio anymore. Uh, th- there's two things that I wanted to, and I and I feel a lot of people share my my feelings on this. Very disappointed is an understatement at how poorly prepared our government and our politicians are. They they have been. They have got us so deep in debt, there is no fat on the bone when something like this happens. And it's and they still can't get the politics out of a conversation. You follow me? Oh, I follow it every day. <laughs> it's I just uh, that's that's the biggest thing. Uh, yeah. I don't disagree or I don't agree with you regarding people not working because they're getting more money by sitting home. I'm 66 years old, uh, and we run a company. If one of my drivers, and nobody in my company is on unemployment, if one of my drivers ever said they'd rather be on unemployment than work, you go on unemployment, but don't come back. I mean, there are still people that have a work ethic there. Not everybody is a Walmart greeter, you know, and they and they have an interest in the company, the place they work for, and it's it's not what it used to be, but I think the average person would 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 relish the, the opportunity to go back as they were six months ago. Do you follow me there? Yeah, so let me let me um let me cut in, Fred, if I may. 
because I don't really want to sure. talk politics on this show. I had a spirited conversation with one of my dearest clients down in the Schoharie Valley this week. And, you know, he, he, he shed some light on some things that, that I wasn't aware of. And it was truly a, a great conversation. But when it comes to the unemployment, I know firsthand, I know businesses that have had their employees say, I'm not coming back. I'm making more sitting on unemployment. Now, you're lucky. You're lucky because you are able to to keep your people going and you sounds as though you have people with good work ethics. I'm blessed. I, I told my team I would dip into my savings before I would lay any of them off because I know this was a black swan event and they shouldn't have to be worried about their job because we went through a, a, a pandemic that we've never seen in our life hit us like this unless you were born a uh, hundred years ago with the Spanish flu. You just, you just don't know. But I, I promised my team I would dip into my savings. And I meant that because I would, I will keep them whole. Now I want to be a great leader and I'm doing the best thing, but you have to remember, Fred, there's a lot of businesses out there with a lot of folks that are scraping by making minimum wage, hardly able to afford putting food on the table, paying their rent, their medical insurance and everything else. So if it's only human nature, if they're getting paid more to sit home on unemployment, they may not come back. It doesn't mean they're bad people. It just means that it's the, the, the you know, they're just making more money being on unemployment. I'm just saying the government needs to be aware of that. Now, we are we're in debt. This country's in debt and we have to address that. But right now I'm actually happy that, that what took 18 months, 11 years ago, took 18 months for our government to come up with a stimulus program that was less than a trillion dollars. It took them three weeks to spend 5 trillion. They aren't letting this pandemic slow us down. They are doing their best and that's why I'm okay with them spending the money they are in order to save as many businesses and as many individuals as they can. Hey, Fred, thank you for the call. I um, truly appreciate it. Tune in to WGY more. We're on Sunday mornings as well at 8 a.m. So if you're up early tomorrow, tune in. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800-825-5949. That's 1-800-825-5949. Any questions you have, folks, give me a call. So I, I saw last week, I think I, I talked to you about dividends. And, folks, there's going to be a lot of companies that suspend their dividends. You know, General Motors, GM suspended its dividend earlier this week. Um, you have other companies that are either canceling their dividends or reducing their dividends. Um, you know, as of Tuesday earlier in the week, 83 companies in this great country of ours and public investment funds like real estate investment trusts have suspended or canceled their dividends. The highest number going back to 2001 when they started measuring this. In the previous 10 years, 55 companies eliminated their dividends. So think about that. In the last 10 years, 55 companies eliminated their dividends. And here we are just in the last few weeks, 83 companies suspended their dividends. GM, Ford suspended their dividends last month. 
You got Delta, Carnival, Boeing, Macy's, basically paused their dividends. Um, an additional 142 companies have reduced their payout to shareholders so far this year. And that's, that's, that's um, pretty bad, you know, pretty bad when so many people were relying on these dividends because you're not making any money with interest, folks. The only good news about interest rates being zero are for those that want to borrow money. And folks, listen to me. If you want to buy a house or a second home and you're responsible and you have saved up for that and it's on your game plan, don't put it off. Go out and buy it and borrow money. Borrow money. You can get a mortgage closer to 3%, and that's cheap money, and I hate the word cheap. It's almost free money. Now, we know the write-offs and everything aren't there, but rather than take money out of your investment portfolio while it's down and out, I would rather see you borrow money via a mortgage at 3%. You can get a 15-year mortgage close to 3%, a 30-year mortgage, 3.4% national average. So borrow that money. It's the only debt that I'm okay with, I'm comfortable with, because it's free money. What you have to ask yourself is, over time, will you make more than 3 to 4% on your investments? I would like to think so, even though this year, so far, you're not. Remember, last year you were up 19%. This year you're down 12%. It's measured by the S&P 500 index. When you look back over the last 90 years, your average return in the stock market was 10 to 12%. Let's say it's only 5 to 8% for the next 10 years. It's still more than 3% in a mortgage. You get my drift? So if you've, if you've always had that on your horizon, don't let this coronavirus time capsule that we're in stop you from doing that please you want to take advantage of these low interest rates but it is sad that a lot of a lot of companies are, are reducing their dividends the S&P because the share price is down on the S&P the dividend is literally up it's up to like 2.06 percent so if you want to just buy the S&P 500 index you're going to be paid at these levels 2.06% dividend as, as we sit here. Um, I think you're going to get a better opportunity of buying over the next couple of weeks at lower levels. I could be wrong, folks. I could be wrong on this, but I think you're going to get another bite at the apple. I don't think, well, hopefully we're not going to go down to that 34% from peak to trough number that we experienced in three fast and furious weeks, but I do think that the stock market sold off Thursday and Friday. I think that the stock market will sell off a little bit more when investors really start looking at, sure, it's great, we're coming out of the coronavirus time capsule, um, things are slowing down, not as many deaths, not as many hospitalizations, but it's not good, it's not good, it's not good. I can't stress that enough. It's still not good. It's the economy that you have to think about. It's the recession that we're, that we're deep into that you have to think about. You have to think about all those things. Let's go to Dave in Clifton Park. Hello, Dave. Hey, good morning, Steve. Well, good afternoon. afternoon. I'll be brief. I know you're up against the, the, the clock here. Go ahead. You there? Yeah, oh, hey, yeah, Steve, yeah. my question is this. Yesterday, 
I made a little money on Elon Musk when he tweeted that. I was home trading, so I uh, sold a couple call spreads and uh, and whatnot. But anyway, I made a little money on Tesla. How does he get away with making comments like that? Well, uh, let me answer real quick, Dave, because we're coming up to the end of the show. And come back tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock. I'm on tomorrow morning. He literally, I don't know if he lost it, if he was temporarily insane, but when he said... Um, he thinks his share price is too high. He's selling all of his possessions. I thought it was maybe a, a hacker, um, hack job. Somebody got into his Twitter, but this morning it's in the Wall Street Journal. It sounds as though he really did tweet that. Hey, folks, come back tomorrow morning. Um, for those of you on hold, call back tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock. I'll be on bright and early with you. I thank you for taking time out of your day today. Go to our website, Boucher.com, B-O-U-C-H-E-Y. You'll learn so much more about us. I hope you stay healthy. I hope you stay safe. And I hope you come back tomorrow so that we can talk further. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from GEICO because they help save people money? GEICO? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.